Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Welcome to the pause here on the Joy News Channel. Coming up today, it's been a day since uh, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Uh, and uh, a day in which he is receiving all the attention both on social media and traditional media following yesterday's speech which outlined his vision for the country if he ever becomes president from next year. This afternoon we'll try to understand this vision better after the speech was met with criticism. Now, NDC flag bearer John Mahama has, uh, meanwhile, jabbed the vice president. A legend, Dr. Mahamud Baumia, is attempting to exonerate himself from what he calls, quote, economic mess. We're also in parliament where minority MPs have been tearing into Dr. Baumia's speech, describing it as a dishonest attempt to whitewash himself from the mess of the current government. Now, also coming up, national service, uh, you know, all the issues about Dr. Baumia saying that he will make national service. That is not compulsory. You can decide to do it or not. So that's voluntary, right? These and more coming up next year on Pulse. My name is Samuel Kojo Brace. It's always a pleasure to be with you. The Pulse, as always, is brought to you by Global Communities, Dignilu, affordable, safe sanitation for all. This show is live on DSTV channel 421 and on GoTV channel 125. Also around the world on myjoyonline.com. Feel free to follow us on Facebook and YouTube on the Joy News channel. Stay on. We'll be back with the details. Now let's start off from that uh, speech delivered by the Vice President. Our Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya, has dominated the news today. And for obvious reasons, reactions to his vision for Ghana are shared at a lecture after the UPSA has received varied reactions. Today we get to hear him in detail plus analysis of everything he said about making your life better. In the studio uh, with us will be an economic advisor at the office of the Vice President Kabiru Mahama, PhD, or Dr. Kabiru Mahama. Uh, he'll be here to help us navigate the whole story around what the Vice President, the President is promising you and I. We'll also have a Deputy General Secretary of the NDC joining us via Zoom uh, to share more in that. Now, in case you missed, we have all the highlights for you. Let's share with you uh, what the pre Vice President uh, said he will do if his uh, voter says, quote, as a subcommittee, i.e. EMT to cabinet, we do not have any decision-making powers, but I am very proud of the quality of advice we have been providing over the years to cabinet. He again says, uh, as vice president, I am like a driver's mate. If you make me president, 
I will be in the driver's seat to deliver my own vision for the vehicle uh, that I will be driving. Now, let's look at tax measures, the government's commitment to IMF versus Dr. Baumier's proposal. Now, uh, if you look at the proposed tax reforms for 2024, it includes revision and expansion of taxes on gambling revenues. If you look at what Dr. Baumia is promising in his new tax system, he says, I will eliminate betting tax, okay? Now, in 2024 this year, we know the government intends to remove selected uh, VAT exemptions, including 15% VAT on electricity. Now, Dr. Baumia is promising to eliminate VAT on electricity. That is on condition that it still remains on the books. Now, for 2024, government says they will or they are introducing the emission tax and the plastic and packaging tax. Dr. Baumia says, I do not agree with that. When I come in as president driving my own vision, I will eliminate the emissions tax. Now, uh, he said a lot. Uh, let's share with you more of the things that he's been uh, you know, sharing with us now. He again says, I will abolish A-Levy. Now, now take cognizance of this. Since the A-Levy was brought, the vice president has not uttered a word on it. This is the first time he's speaking, and he says, I will abolish it if I am ever voted as president of the country. Now, the vice president is also promising to eliminate VAT on exploration services. This is confirming the news or the proposal by the Lands and Natural Resources Minister Samuel Abujinapo that, well, if you put VAT on exploration activities, it sort of uh, stifles the companies from doing that, and so it doesn't encourage more of companies to do that. So let's do it. He says, I'll do it when I come to power. Now, he says there will be no more import duty on solar panels so that we can have a lot of people getting solar panels for their home and then the uh, uh, grid can at least have some relaxation there. Now, he says, I'll bring tax incentives that will be provided for film producers and musicians. Again, he says there will be a flat tax of a percentage of income for individuals and SMEs with appropriate exemption threshold set to protect the poor. So that's what the vice president is uh, promising. Uh, now, he again says, a tax amnesty up to a certain year to individuals and businesses for failure to file taxes in previous years. So if you have not filed your tax in some years, he says, if I'm president, I'll give you that, that uh, uh, amnesty so that you, we can all begin uh, from a fresh uh, slate. That's what he said. Now, again, there will be no manual or paper filing of taxes from 2025. Everything is digital. Now, he says, any audit by GRA would be done electronically and facelessly by GRA. So those currently, as we have people in, in, in supermarkets and stores, it will not be the case. Electronical or digital means will be used. He said there will be no entity that will be audited more than once in five years unless anomalies are detected. And, and we'll be hearing from Guta on some of these uh, a pronouncement by the vice president. Now, this is a quote from him. He says, I would have no more than 50 ministers and deputy ministers. This has been one of the issues that uh, we've been discussing for quite a long time about the size of government, especially the government that he has been a part of. The Nanado Danko Ekofado Baumia government has had a, quite a sizable one, and he is promising that if you vote for me to be in the driver's seat, I am going to run the government with not more than 50 ministers and deputy ministers. Well, uh, that's what he says. Again, he says, uh, national service, like I said earlier, will no longer be mandatory, so you can choose to do it or not.
Now, starting an individualized credit scoring this year for easier access to credit at lower interest rate. So there he said, Well, well, he also says that we're going to amend Articles 87 of the 1992 Constitution and the NDPC Act at 479 to mandate the alignment of political manifestos to agreed broad contours in uh, specific sectors. Well, a lot of people have spoken about that, especially when the 40-year development plan came up. People were talking about how... Uh, you know, we need to get political will for it for, for political parties to then tie in their manifestos into that plan. Let's see how that will be done. But it hasn't been done yet. But he says that they were amend Article 87 of the 1990 Constitution to allow that to happen. Uh, first, though, here are some of the statements from the vice president during that lecture at the UPSA yesterday. So far, The Bank of Ghana has made a lot of progress in this direction by putting in place a lot of the systems and infrastructure required. These include mobile money interoperability, merchant interoperability, the universal QR code system, GHLink, debit cards, e-switch and Ghana Pay. We have put in place the necessary infrastructure for Ghana to go cashless. Recently, the Bank of Ghana has completed a pilot of a digital version of the Ghana City in Sechiriosu. This is known as the Central Bank Digital Currency or the ECD. The ECD is designed to work in due course. In my humble opinion, the ECD with appropriate privacy protections will be the ultimate weapon in our fight against corruption because it will provide transparency, reduce the risk of fraud, robbery, tax avoidance, and money laundering since it will be easy to track the movement of money and identify suspicious activity. The ECD will Quicken the pace of Ghana's move towards a cashless or near cashless society. Ladies and gentlemen, to move towards a cashless economy, however, we have to encourage the population to use electronic channels of payment. To accomplish this, under my administration, there will be no taxes on digital payments. The E-11 will therefore be abolished. <laughs> to start the new tax system on a clean slate, my government will provide a tax amnesty. That is a complete exemption from payment of taxes for a specified period and waiving the interest and penalties up to a certain year to individuals and businesses for failures to file taxes in previous years so that everybody will start afresh. Digitalization will be implemented across all aspects of tax administration. Everyone will be required 
to file a very simple tax return electronically through their mobile phone or computer. There will be no manual or paper filing of taxes under my administration. My government will reduce the fiscal burden on government by leveraging the private sector. Under the two-term administration of my boss, His Excellency Nanado Dankwa Kufuado's government, we have put in place many social safety nets like free SHS, free TVET, and so on. With all these social safety nets in place, my government will now focus on jobs and wealth creation by the private sector for all Ghanaians. Now on the streets, many are unsure how the vice president will address the current economic challenges. Listen. I think um, uh, copying up the taxes um, I don't know what, where he's starting from and where he's coming from, but he was part of this government who actually sat in that economical uh, meeting and then brought all these taxes. So which time he's now going to say that he's not part of it and he's going to scrub it off? I don't see it. I think it's a 419 gimmick that he's trying to bring about on this our country, just win votes. Where there is, where there is no paying tax, I don't think that country will move. His tax is necessary because of the help us now, most of our need in the country. Okay, but what I will say about the high tax, they should reduce it and make it moderate for us. But not to pay tax is not possible. I, I want to believe that he's going to stick to what he's saying. But we've, we've had evidences that politicians, they speak, and when they come into office, they do different things. So if we can, we, can, we can hold him to what he's saying, because the tax burden to me is too much. It's too much on the ordinary Ghanaians. So there should be a way to hold um, politicians accountable on the, uh, on the promises that they made before they come into office. He can do it if, if, if um, he really means to help Ghanaians because the situation currently is not the best. He has to do it. He can do it. And I believe that when he's given the power, he, he can do it. The national service, I, I disagree because we are supposed to, you know, the nation invests in our youth through education. So when you, are, you finish school, you are supposed to contribute somehow towards um, the development of the country through the National Service Scheme. So I don't agree with him. I think the National Service Scheme uh, should be there. It should be made compulsory for all those who, uh, whom the, the, the country supports in terms of, of the education. I think so, it's going to be a really bad idea because maybe through that it's going to be my job opportunity, maybe doing my National Service there, and that is going to be my opportunity of working in that company. It's cancelled. But not making it compulsory, others are not going to take it serious. Yeah, that is the issue. Because the youth of today, normally when you don't force them to do something or push them to do something, they just do it anyhow and just let it go. So it not being compulsory, that is not going to help the youth of today. So I'm going to say, sir, he shouldn't, he should rephrase that statement and make it right. Because even when it's even compulsory, they are not even doing it. And now it's not, it's not compulsory. So I think it's not going to work for we, the youth, coming now at all. Definitely, I'll agree with that if he can deduce some of the taxes, in fact, like about 30% or 40%, that'll be okay because things are now rising. Double, like the, the price are just doubling up. You can't even walk around with 50 cities. You are just now, nah, the, the 50 cities is gone.
Well, no, the business community are themselves divided. Dr. Joseph Obeng of the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, uh, uh, he is president, and Samson Awingobet uh, is the executive secretary for the Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana. Listen to them. I'm overly excited. This is exactly what I wanted to hear, and I heard it. It means that they have been listening to whatever please that we have been doing. The communication that we do with you on TV and all that is being listened to. And of course, uh, it's all about he adopting compliance as a tool of um, revenue collection in his administration. And that is going to simplify tax collection system. That's why he's talking about flat rate, flat rate, and that is going to even make duty payment a flat rated. Um, starting with um, SPEPAS. Why can't I be excited if um, 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 this is what, after all these years we've said, have, have been um, ahead of and, and been um, um, going to be adopted? So we are very excited. The fact that he said that invigilation should be the thing of the past in his administration, it means that he has also... Um, listen to a please by the administration by VAT and that being in government now, I believe he is talking to GRA to uh, stop those exercises. And that um, for us is very positive. And the fact that he is also saying that um, GRA should, um, in his administration, he will do post-clearance audit for five years. Yeah, that's for five yearly is okay. So that we can have the freedom and, and peace to, because we are not be, we are not to be treated as uh, common uh, criminals when, uh, when doing business. And that um, five years is okay. Uh, um, the, 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 uh, what is happening now is one year, every two years, they will come do postcards or they charge you some amount to pay and all that. And that does not occur well. And Dr. Joseph Obeng is president of Guta. You had him there. Uh, in studio with me is uh, one of the advisors of the vice president, Dr. Kabiru Mahama. Oh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, nice to have you here. Thank you. Uh, why is uh, your boss running away from his boss? Yeah, so let me say good afternoon to you and to your cherished uh, listeners. The vice president had an opportunity to present for the first time a relatively comprehensive vision. Uh, following the, his election as the leader and flag bearer of the new patriotic party. Yesterday was the first golden opportunity for him to present in extenso his vision for the people of Ghana, and he addressed the nation rightly so. In the statement of the vice president, he started off by outlining some of the achievements the government has chopped. Mm -hmm. In fact, he did not run away from the economy. He mentioned about the economy. He also mentioned specifically what he was assigned to do and the successes thereof. So the vice president, and then went on to present his vision. So one would be far from being right if the person says that the vice president is running away from his boss. Mm. There are certain policy directions the vice president would want to pursue which are radically different. And he provided a caveat in that speech. He stated mm. clearly that the times 2016 or 2017, the difficulties and situations are not the same that we confront in 2005, I mean 2025. Mm. So it requires different leadership, it requires different set of ideas and bold solutions. The vice president basically presented that, not that a run away from the president. Mm. But, but I mean, what he wants to do, uh, I mean, I'm going to ask you my question, but let me welcome uh, on, on Zoom the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, Mustafa Agbande, who uh, is joining us via, via Zoom. Mustafa, good, good afternoon. Thanks for being there. 
Great. I, I mean, Mustafa is with us. Let me try and so, Kabir, I was asking you that he's part of the team now. In fact, he's the head of the economic management team, isn't he? So, if there are things he believes would work for the economy, why wait till 2025? If, and that's not even an assurance that he would even win. Why yeah, so, the vice president mm -hmm. is giving his message. He's been provided with an opportunity to serve the president and to help the president achieve his vision. Mm -hmm. The question people will ask is that was he able to help the president achieve his vision? Largely, I am very confident that the vice president and now leader and flag bearer of the new president helped the president to achieve his vision. The president came with a very bold initiative on free senior high school. Mm. He succeeded in that. He supported him. He came in with a vision of macroeconomic stability. Even though there are challenges the vice president admitted, when you compare it to the records of their predecessor, their records are is not much. You can't match the MPP record in terms of the economy. Really? You, the data is there. We can it, go to the we can go to the no, usually we can, is it is it only the data? It's about the what the common person is feeling on the street. The common it, person is my money able to carry me through the month. If you compare twenty sixteen and now, obviously, how we were felt so in it, those times and now, they are so not the same. The individual experience will always vary. Someone who have been well to do yesterday and today is facing difficulty. Those are the micro level, I mean, I mean feelings of the Ghanaian common people. But to make sense, you have to go to the aggregate, and the aggregate is the macro. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And the figures will then speak to the macro. Individual experiences we cannot jettison them. We cannot say they have no reasons to complain. We cannot say that the ordinary Ghanaian or some ordinary Ghanaians are not suffering. Mm. The vice president did not seek to portray that. Mm. The vice president essentially said that, look, there are challenges. We have the most difficult economic year, 2019, 2020, uh, 2020. Uh, 20, 2021, mm -hmm. okay, there was the most difficult period of our economic life since the 1930s. We've never had such a difficulty, but even in the midst of that, the government had performed so well. So the vice president was clear mm. that if you are going to look at the alternative, the government we took over from, and we are going to look at the data, we are going to look at the experiences because the numbers speak to the experiences of the people, mm. then we cannot say that this government hasn't done well. Okay, which, which numbers? Look, let's do the numbers. We can go to, we can go to, for instance, mm -hmm. depreciation of the currency, which uh -huh. has been one of the topical issues. Mm -hmm. The vice president presented data uh -huh. to suggest that average depreciation of this government, even this period, mm -hmm. is not more than ten percent. Okay. When they were doing something, okay, okay, fine. When you were taking over, what was the exchange rate for the, uh, the dollar to the city? The dollar to the city, the exchange. You mean the absolute figure or the rate? The, the, I mean the rate. The rate. The, it was around probably maybe uh, six Ghana city, five Ghana city to the dollar. If my memory can set me right. Mm. No, it was four point three. So let's just say four. Uh -huh. So you four to the dollar. Yes. And today you are doing twelve. Yes. I think the problem with the, with the questioning and even the discussion has always been the fact that you can equal ask the question, what was the dollar when the indices took over? Mm. So dollar will always depreciate. That is a given fact. No one will contest that. Mm -hmm. But if you come to the analysis, it was this, and you move it, what do you say? But you have to look at, if I was dying at a rate of 100%, okay, mm -hmm. it means that I would die the following day. And someone has come to slow my death to 50%. Even though I am dying, you cannot say that the one who has reduced the pace, the, the, who has de accelerated 
the movement of the currency hasn't done well. Mm. So that is the focus Ghanaians have to look at. You don't just look at the fact that dollar was four to dollar. I mean, four city to guy. Well, I mean, to one dollar, mm. and you say that because it is now eleven city, twelve city, mm -hmm. this government hasn't done. But you look at the rate. But for the intervention, this government, if it was going to move at the pace it was moving at the NDC era, probably would have been doing twenty city to the dollar. Mm. So that is the basis with which the government will say that look. When you put the figures down, when you look at the rate at which the dollar was depreciating and you compare it with the rate at which the dollar is depreciating under the Nanakuafu government, you cannot say the government has not done well. Mm. So that is the numbers we are talking about. But even far away from that, we are not even discussing the Nanakuafu government. It is only when people want to box Dr. Bogumia to the records of the MPP. And they forget that Dr. Bogumia was only the vice president. The leader of the new, I mean, new, I mean, NDC, National Democratic, was also a vice president. He came on his own vision, and Ghana gave him the opportunity. Mm. Fairness, equity demands that at least the vice president should be assessed as the president. If he's not assessed as the president, you are assessing him as the vice president, then we are getting a total wrong. Because the vice president hasn't had the opportunity to, as it were, be the leader, the executive president of the republic. Mm. He has not got any constitutional backing for any of the things he's doing. He can only proffer advice. The advice will be taken or maybe jettisoned. Okay? The vice president will continue to provide advice. But he has the role to ensure that things are done right if he's given the opportunity as the president and leader of the country. Mm. So people do not... They have to come to accept the fact that a vice president is a vice president and nothing more. Okay? Then you don't compare. Even if we, if you'll be fair, if you were comparing the records of a vice president with a vice president. <clears throat> so, for instance, if John Mama was the vice president, he stopped as the vice president, mm. then we would have been being, doing justice to the topic. If we compare his track record as vice president to that of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia as vice president, mm -hmm. and then you make a decision following from, I mean, from that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you cannot compare a vice president to someone who has been a president and say that he should take responsibility for whatever happened when he was only the vice president to the president of the republic okay all right interesting let, let me go to mustafa bandi i'll come to you uh mustafa thank you for joining us here now you've heard kabiru uh muhammad there he says that his boss is just the vice president and so you cannot hold him to the the critical decisions that this government has made you have to give him the chance to lead to show what he can also do um, thank you very much and good afternoon First of all, uh, I hear the vice president describe himself as a mate and not a driver. Well, that would have been a recalcitrant mate who tried to isolate himself from the responsibility of his driver. In any case, we are talking about an economy that is bleeding. We are talking about an economy that has suffered because of mismanagement. Mismanagement, and we had a driver and the mate managing that economy, the mate was responsible for collecting the money. Here the mate comes and says that if we could not account for the revenue we have made, you should blame my, my driver and not myself. That is a recalcitrant mate. Now, let me tell my, my brother that after we have spoken all the good English and the jargons, the Ghanaian is critical and conscious of one fact. And that is bread and butter issues. How does all these affect the ordinary Ghanaians? As we speak today, it is true that when we speak about transportation, 
the ordinary Ghanaian is concerned about the cost of purchasing a car, the tax burden on it, the cost of removing that car from the harbor, the cost of spare parts and maintenance. And as we speak, the ordinary Ghanaian is suffering when it comes to that part. We can also look at the average standard of living of the ordinary Ghanaian. That in 2016, a bag of rice was costing about 170 Ghana cities. Today, it is 700 Ghana CD and going high. That is what the ordinary voter, the average taxpayer, whose 30% of his salary goes into taxes for which government is using and spending without accounting, that is what the ordinary taxpayer is suffering. But, 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 but I'll let you continue, but the rise, which, kilo, which kilograms are you looking at? 50 kilo. Oh. If you check in the okay. market, yeah. you will find out that a 50 kilo of rice was 170 Ghana cities in 2016. Today it is 700 Ghana cities. The vice president talks about digitalization of medical records, but the ordinary Ghanaian is concerned about the fact that if you go to Kualibu today, there are still people lying down without beds. There are others who have been treated and they cannot get money to pay. Huge numbers of people are dying because government has simply failed to give medical care. He talked about health insurance. My brother, today, if you go to the National Health Insurance Office, it is a collapsed office. Because if you are holding a National Health Insurance card, yes, you can go to the hospital, but you will not get health care. You will simply have to go and borrow money and take care of yourself because government is owing service providers and is unable to pay. My brother knows that the ordinary Ghanaian is concerned about the efficiency and effectiveness of the National Health Insurance as opposed to renewing same using digitalization. Mm. The NDC and nobody will write off the fact that digitalization plays a very crucial role in our economic management. Yes, it is. But the cardinal, most important responsibility of government is how better or worse of its citizens is when it is managing the affairs of the country. Mm. As we speak today, as we speak today, if you ask the ordinary Ghanaian on the street, what is your living condition? People cannot pay rent. People cannot, companies are collapsing, one, because of corruption, two, because of high taxes, three, because of bureaucracy in the system. But, 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 but aren't these the same thing that Dr. Bamiya is saying, I'm, I'm correcting with the digital, digitalization agenda, for example, I mean, you talk about the, the bureaucracies in the system. He says, I'm trying to eliminate the, the human interference in the system. And that will also help us in fighting corruption. Are these not, are, are these not the solutions that he's preferring already? But when, you are, when you are developing a country mm. and you are having policy derivatives, such derivatives should impact on the lives of the people you are making, you are developing. As we stand... All the policies he spoke about, all that this government has been doing in the last seven years, is in direct opposite to the need and concern of the ordinary Ghanaian. And you and I know that today you cannot even afford a carton of milk for kids because your salary is not equivalent to the expenditure and cost of living. He knows that and I know that. But here is simply trying to whitewash himself. And I say that it is the highest 
injustice is the highest level of unfairness for a sitting vice president to want to run away from the responsibility of government. Dr. Baumia must know that his seat as a vice president is a seat that is a hair apparent of the president. Mm. This is a man who at all material point in time held lectures to boast about how they are going to change the economy of Ghana. Today he is running away because he thinks that yes, Nanadu is going out so I can ditch him and whitewash myself. There is no way any Ghanaian would decouple Dr. Mahmoud Baumia from President Akufado. The records are that President Akufado's regime and Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is full of corruption, deception, they have not fulfilled their promises, it's full of dishonesty, insincerity, they speak on the books and on the ground they do a different thing. The same way, if my brother Mahama can show me a single dam that was constructed since they came in 2016 to today, mm. I will come publicly and apologize. But loans have been taken for dams. Okay. They simply share that money for their party people. Mm. This is the kind of man who says, because I am on a digitalization agenda, all problems in Ghana have been resolved. What is the cost of doing business? Mm. Okay. What is the cost of living standard of the ordinary Ghanaian? Mm. Mm. Today, okay. Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is saying that national service is no longer relevant because he wants to play games with the youth. Please, he should spare us. Okay. All right. Every uh, youth, every reasonable mm. young Ghanaian accepts that you must go and do national service to serve your country. As we speak, government has failed to pay national service for the last four months. In fact, government is in arrears when it comes to simple allowance to national service personnel. So when you cannot fulfill your mandate in government, don't run away from the responsibility. All right. Thank you very much. The of this country mm. continue to be proud of national service and they will continue to be part of national service. At any point in time, mm. the NDC administration coming into government will ensure that every young man undertakes national service okay. and that cannot be stopped. All right, thank you. Uh, I'll still come back to you. Uh, Kabiru, um, I mean, if, if you look at the, the whole thing about this economy, let's first understand, what is the duty that the president assigned to him as the vice? Yeah, so the vice president mm -hmm. was asked to play as the chairman of the advisory, sub-cabinet advisory committee known as the economic management team. The EMT. The EMT. Which that was the first thing. Which the former which, former vice president of blessed memory was heading when he asked him the 170 questions. Exactly. Right? The vice president could equally come and be asked those questions. He would provide answers. This the one, 170 questions. There was whatever. That was the vice president even provided answers to some of them in his presentation. Mm. So some people should not feel that the vice president is not accounting for the stewardship of this president. All of us have duty to account for the mandate that was imposed on the president by virtue of the fact that we serve the president. Okay. And that is on that basis that I'm here to even do this. On that basis that all and while you call me and we have this discussion. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's not even only the vice president. But that said, we cannot and we should not mm. and we should not even contemplate trying to make the vice president the president. That is good. That's going to be far-fetched. So that point has to be established. But, otherwise, but he had a specific, otherwise, he had a specific otherwise, goal, right? 
Pardon? He had a specific role. Yes, that is the to be head of the EMT. Yes, and advise cabinet. Mm -hmm. And advice cabinet. But are you saying that are you saying that his advice the was the vice president has stated clearly that he's happy and the team is happy with the quality of advice they have provided as to the implementation of those advice is for the president and the minister responsible to tell you which of the advice the vice president gave them which was implemented, which was jettisoned. Okay. Oh, so you, you want the, you want the president to come? I am saying that, that mm. the, it, it is right. And what happens in cabinet is mm. the duty of cabinet. The mm. president does not even have to explain. But I'm saying that the president knows the advice the vice president has given. Whether mm. he's happy or not with the advice, the president can account for that. Okay. okay? I cannot come to say that I gave president this advice and refuse. I gave that. That is not the duty. And if any leader there come to tell us, I will be the first person to be against such a person wanting to lead us, because you have a responsibility to serve loyally to your president. Mm. And the moment you begin to drift away from your president, then you are just telling us that you are on the path that any person who disagrees with you, and because the person is also on the path of becoming a president, the person should come to the public and begin talking about, about the government. But that's not what he's doing. That's not what the president, I mean, the, the, the leader of the new patriarchy has done. That is not what he has done. Mm -hmm. I've just told you that he has accounted for the macroeconomy, mm -hmm. and he has given you basis to say that. Despite the challenges we have, what we took it from were better than them. That is what the NDC have to come and contest. Okay, and before we can even have a clean set for debate, NDC will have to come and contest the statement by the vice president that despite the challenges and despite the fact that I was supposed to help the president in the management of the economy to help the president to pursue his vision and mission for the country, despite the challenges we have, we have performed better than the people we took it from. Okay, if they don't, if they are running away from that debate, mm -hmm. then they have no basis to even assess to say that the vice president should be assessed as the president. No, but people are saying that, well, once he was given, you have just told us that his assignment was to lead the economic management team. Over the years, he himself has made us aware that once you are the head of the economic management team, you have a big say in how the economy is run. Yes, but now, you, you have, have a big say. Your mm -hmm. say is not the way. You can have a say, there's a way. But that is not even the, the, the issue. Mm. The say is one. Mm -hmm. Parliament always have a say in how government is run. But the executive has the way. Mm. So a say cannot be equated to the way. So that, that point has to be. I don't even see why we should even be in that particular mm. jungle okay. trying to, to equate mm. the fact that I advise you, so therefore the fact that I advise whatever happens, therefore, whether good or bad, the one taking the decision should be absorbed, or he sh is not. But the one advising is the one the problem. No, the, the, this question is critical because now he's promising to do, to do away with a lot of the things that this come, government, I'll, I'll, this we'll, government we'll has come, done. We'll, that come he's that. we'll come to that. Anyway, let, let, let me bring in the Traders Association to react to some of the things that uh, your boss said. Uh, we do have on on the line uh, uh, the General Secretary of the Traders Advocacy Group, Ghana Tag, Nana Poku. Nana Poku, uh, good afternoon, thanks for joining us. Now, you heard the Vice President there. He said they are going to make a, a, a flat rate VAT applicable to you when you are importing your things at the port. There will be that flat rate. And, and, and a lot of things that people say will make uh, the economy quite good for you, especially you traders. He even made, was specific when he mentioned spare parts, that when it comes to container, it, it, a flat rate will apply to con the, the container that you, you do import. What do you, how do you respond or react to the, the, the things that the Vice President told you, that the traders? Now, now I can't hear you so we can hear what you're, what you're telling us. 
Um, good afternoon to you, Godjo. Great, great, yes. And um, um, our good listenership, you know, um, out there. In fact, yesterday was the day I, 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 I heard in my ear. And the things that he said, in fact, this is how presidents that we should opt for talk or speak to the nation. In fact, it, it was left to very few for uh, Nana, you are making yeah. some, you are making some some cogent point, but we're having a difficulty in, in uh, you know, following your 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 thing is not flowing. It keeps breaking. Oh, so if you can, if oh, you can, if we can start oh, all over again, I'll be happy. Um, um, let me let me let me work on the microphone. I think it, it is because of the microphone. Okay, then work on it. We'll come to you. Let me come back to you, Kabiru. Yes. Yeah, Kabiru. So, so you're, you're making a point uh, before I, I, I took it off from you. Yeah. So my point is that mm. the vice president is the vice president. Let's mm. leave it at that, mm. and let's focus on as vice president. One of the rules I mentioned. The second rule was mm. the vice president was tasked to lead the digitization of the economy, mm. which he accounted sector by sector. What he was able to do, it was only on the digitization that the vice president was having oversight. There was a secretariat in the office of vice president that had responsibility for the design. There was no secretariat for any other thing in the vice president's office. Okay? Mm. There was also the butter, the Sanohadro butter, that we can say that the vice president had oversight responsibility over because there was a secretariat responsible for that in the office of the vice president. Mm. Nothing else that the vice president had oversight responsibility over. Uh, so when it came, it came okay. to the it came to the fiscal space, he didn't have the vice didn't have president. The vice president, the president has the rule of the fiscal, and that the constitution has so provided, and the president has given that rule to the finance minister. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The constitution is very explicit. So you're saying that in this government, the president gave the fiscal space to the finance minister. I'm saying that the constitution even provided, and the president was just only obliging to the provisions of the constitution. Okay. It wasn't the president decision because the constitution, the minister of finance, is mentioned clearly in the in the in the constitution of Ghana. So people should not even begin to take constitutional apportion rules, okay, and then apportion those rules to the vice president. Mm. The vice president would provide advice. He was brought in because of his expertise. He provided the advice to the best of his level. And he, again, he said that he's very happy. And sitting down and watching the vice president and their members, I'm equally happy mm -hmm. of the quality of advice the EMT was provided. Okay, I have no reason to doubt the quality of advice the EMT provided. Okay. Implementation could be different. Mm -hmm. Practical effect of those advice on the people could be different. People have to assess that based on their feelings. But I sit down, knowing the quality of advice, I have no reason to doubt the word of the... the, 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 the were, were, were you with him when he sort of introduced the, the, the men, the men in the EMT when you came in 2017? Were you with him when he... he in when 2019, he I think that was 2019 lecture at the okay. College of... So, so you, were, you were with him? Yes. What was the purpose of, of showing that we had the men? It's not to say that, well... I lead a team that is changing the face of the economy. Is that not what the you are saying? The of that introduction is clearly what the vice president is with that. Mm. The EMT was to provide advice, mm. and the men that, that he introduced were men of substance, 
men the president had belief and faith in, and those men and women provided the best of advice, and he's happy that with the team that he led. Okay. All right. And yeah. no single member of the team, can mm. you tell me that in his own right, the person hasn't, he hasn't distinguished himself? It didn't, it, it, we did not even want the, I mean, he did not even have to take the vice president mm. to mention it. But you know how I'll, 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 I'll judge that? Judgment of that will differ, but I'm saying... Yeah, that. but a lot of Ghanaians will agree. A lot of Ghanaians, when you go out there, you hear them speak. They will judge you yes. based on the nature, I mean, how their pocket, you know, and behaves. I'm saying that you will be a very insensitive oh. to the feelings of Ghanaians to say that how they feel they should not express it. Mm -hmm. But I'm equally also draw your attention that many Ghanaians have had their livelihood improve. Many people have been employed which, who were otherwise unemployed. There were a lot of people who could not be who were not, who were, who were not able to afford bread and butter. Now they are affording. Much as there are some people who probably have lost their bread and butter, and there are some people who are still struggling to make their bread and butter. So those are micro-level issues. I don't see anyone coming to say that I am better of no one by the nature of the Ghanaian people. Mm. We are all managers. Okay. But people have the affinity to express. Okay. The, right. the, 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 the bad things than to explain the good things that happened to them. Okay, I'll come back to you. Let, let me go uh, on to Tag. Nana uh, Pokun is General Secretary of the Traders Advocacy Group, Ghana. Nana, thank you. you, you I, I'm told your system has been restored. You're making a point. Uh, you're reacting to the Vice President's statement. Uh, yes. Yeah, yesterday was a happy moment for traders and then um, business community as well. Mm. Um, we are expecting presidents um, of the land to speak like this. Um, we are all waiting for its implementation, for the delivery he has been able to pour everything that he is thinking of doing. Um, on the uh, GRA invigilation, I think you are aware of the press conferences that we had. And then um, no more credit in five years, the automated port that he spoke of, and then um, some of the port charges that we complain of. And now he's trying to replicate Nomi to Ghana. I think it's fantastic. What is left is very few. And I think um, his advisors would take on board. So it be that God gives him the opportunity to be the president. And he doesn't let it play. Like you were asking the gentleman that he was the one who said we are the man. And I for one agree that he wasn't himself because being a supporting you know um, element doesn't make you the real element that one we get it right but if by god's grace he take the running of the country by himself we will make sure that all that he poured out yesterday he will implement them because we we are not fools um it's it's, 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 it's high time people, we take people by their words. It's not like those days again that, oh, I'll do this, I'll do this. People will come and then, um, um, you know, just say all these things out and at the end of the day, we don't see anything. You see, there is one thing about this gentleman, the vice president, that I'm beginning to believe. He represents the youth and then at the same time represents the old. So I am, our traders are expecting that he delivers. And 
and the, the, the things that he said, he implements them. We will not want to have a situation whereby all his words is being chewed back. Oh, I didn't know. Like, what Nana Kufuado is doing. I, I, I can't remember the former president told them that they don't know what it is to be a president. I don't want Mr. Baumia, for that matter, Dr. Baumia, to come out in the near future and say, oh, I didn't know. Then, if you don't know, don't speak about it. Make sure you are aware of the things and you are well informed and you have the solution. He said some of his words were so encouraging that I present myself as somebody who worked things out, who actually solved problems. Man, if you are talking to somebody and the person is telling you this, there is a lot that we haven't uncovered about the man Dr. Baumia. But, 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 but I mean, I mean um, there, there were a lot of things he said prior to 2016, before they, I mean, the Akufuado Baumia ticket winning the reins of power. The things he promised that the government will do. In 2020, he spoke of a lot of the things they would do. If you compare to that to what they've done, do you believe, or what is your believability in the things he's, the same person is telling you today? that he will do if you give him the chance to rule. Uh, thank you, Kodjo. Personally, I have gotten close to some of the people around him. And I've actually got to know that he wasn't actually of himself. Some of the things that he was trying to push were being, you know, uh, uh, downplayed by the elements around the president. And these things, they are not able as men as they are to come out and say. But some of the things are before us. We know that he wasn't given the actual role to play, especially the EMT issues that the gentleman was talking about. If you advise and Kenoforiata is saying, I won't take it. Do you think the president to choose him over his cousin Kenoforiata? Well, so it has been a problem for the whole country, their actions and inactions were affecting the country, but they didn't know. So today that things are a little bit late of what they have done and so forth and so on. Me and for traders, as I speak for traders, we are looking for a person who will not spit on the ground and use his tongue to pick the spit back again. I'm expecting Dr. Mahmoud Baumia if granted the opportunity to lead, we don't want to hear, oh, I didn't know. Right now, you have gone in there. Some of the opportunities which uh, he was actually supposed to be granted for us to see what is in him mm. uh, did not material. Okay, okay. But for now, mm. for now, if mm. he's granted the opportunity, we are expecting so much mm. that... He spoke like a youth. He's about 60 years. Mm. But his actions is looking for, it's looking at at least 40 years, man, who is speaking. Okay. We want right. to see mm. actions that will save the country. Okay. We want to see actions that will make trading. Because the way okay, I see from some of his speech, mm. you could see that uh, he's trying to make Ghana a business hub. Okay. And we are ready for him. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Mustafa, you've heard the traders there. They feel very confident 
in the thing the vice president is telling them. But you don't, yes, you don't seem uh, to see that. The comment from the general secretary is not reflective of the situation on the ground. Okay. And for me, I believe that if you go on the street and you speak to traders and business people, mm. they will tell you different. This same general secretary and his uh, chairman in the last one month was in the media lambasting government for collapsing their business. And so I'm surprised that on this interview, in the last 20 minutes, he is full of praise to a vision statement, which does not run close to a manifesto and let alone talk of a budget. Now, on one breath, the vice president have jumped off the boat and saying that we should blame his boss. Does it mean that the whole team as government had enough advice to take out, to take Ghanaians out of the hardship that we find ourselves in, but yet, they have recklessly and deliberately ignored good advice to take the whole nation into difficulties? Does it mean that where we find ourselves today, if the Akufuadu Baumia led government had adhered to their own advice, we would have been better off. People have died, businesses have collapsed, families are suffering, Ghanaians are suffering, teachers are suffering, nurses are leaving the country, and that we should reduce that to a conversation of rhetorics, and that let us repackage a man who has failed for him to look nice. Let us pay people to speak nice about him so that he becomes a president. Ghanaians have conscience, and Ghanaians are aware abreast. The young men who are working on the streets and they have no jobs. The people who cannot feed their families three times a day are well informed that the vice president is dishonest, that the vice president have lied, that the vice president is not sincere with the issues. Mm. If at any time he tried to jump off the boat, we still hold him responsible as the vice president of the Republic of Ghana. The man who was a vice president to his excellency and is still the vice president to his excellency, Nana Akufado, under whose government we saw corruption, under whose government we saw mismanagement, under whose government we saw lies, under whose government we saw deception, under whose government we saw promises unfulfilled. And that this ceremony of going to whitewash uh, Baumir for Akufado's third term bit, mm. where he pretends to be quiet and not show up at the event so that we say that Baumir is jumping off his boot, doesn't make sense to anybody and it won't make sense to the situation of the ordinary Ghanaian. Okay. But, but, but Bande, is it your, your uh, uh, I mean, you disagree on the fact that he won't be able to do what he's saying or that what he's saying are not what Ghanaians need? Uh, the man who Having got credibility of doing what he says, how can you then trust your life into his hands? Was it not the same man who came here touting himself as economic whiskey and how the economy of Ghana was going to be turned around and how if the fundamentals were weak, the exchange rate well, will expose you mm -hmm. and took the economy from $1 4 CDs mm -hmm. to $1 $12 CDs today? Is it not the same man who came telling Ghanaians that they will build one district, one factory, one village, one dam, only to take money from World Bank, dissipate and chop same to party cronies without executing the job? Is it not causing financial loss to the state? Is it not the same group of people who said that they were doing one village, one dam, only to go and take 
Lebanese companies B5, which have been in existence for a very long time before Akufado became president, of pardoning them of their debts in taxes towards this country. So Ghanaians are paying taxes and foreign companies are being let off the hook. Today, you are telling us that just December, taxes that you have imposed on the people of Ghana, when you become a president, you remove those taxes. That is a joke. Okay. That is comedy. That is unreasonable. That does not make sense to the plight of the Ghanaian who is suffering on the street. The cocoa farmer who cannot get cocoa to harvest. Cocoa bodies collapse. But we are concerned about that. Removing taxes. With priority. But the removing taxes, Come again. removing taxes are what Ghanaians are calling for. So if he says I will remove taxes, that's what the Ghanaians need, isn't it? Oh, this same man was in cabinet when all of these decisions were taken. Okay, I hear. I hear. Let, this let me, same man was in cabinet I hear, today. Let, let me bring you in studio, Bandi. I, I, I hear. But on national service, I mean, wh why take that decision? Because it, there is no problem that decision, that, that, that proposal is going to solve. You see, you cannot be seen to be condemning the Pope for immorality and healing the prostitute for mm. virtues. Yeah, which one is that? You cannot be seen. The NDC seems to be speaking in support of Mr. John Mahama. He's basically condemning a Pope for immorality, which is Dr. Mahama, and hailing the prostitute for virtues. Oh, but that is basically what they are doing. Okay, Look, that's the they are talking of honesty. Mm. They are talking of integrity. They are talking of corruption. They are talking of people who have had the responsibility of being the commander-in-chief, so who has not had the opportunity. That's the comparison they are trying to make. And I'm saying that even if they could attribute one innovative and life-changing and dynamic policy initiative that is so stellar, that have changed the fortunes of the Ghanaian people to Mr. John Mahama, I would have hailed them and said that the man you are asking to come is a messiah. But if you challenge them, they will not be able to give you one single policy initiative. Oh, I mean, during his time. During he his time, as did, president, did, yes, as, yes. as vice president. He did, he did. As a vice things. president, what could you attribute to Mr. John Mahama? At, at, least, president. at least, when it, it, it comes to our power sector, he is the president regarded as the one who did what I'm saying that vice president, we are not talking about We've not had the opportunity to assess the vice president as president. Dr. Mahoudou has not had the opportunity mm. for, you, for you to tell that he was able to do it. I'm saying as vice president, what policy initiative? Mm -hmm. That's why it is in no doubt that Dr. Mahoudou is the most impactful vice president. No, but he was the public. John Mahama. Mahama was the John vice Mahama. president. Yeah, but he was, but the, what he was the head of as, the economic management team. I'm saying, in fact, he wasn't even the head of the economic management team. A who different was? person was appointed. One professor who was at the presidency. Mm. Okay, so that is not even the truth. Okay, so let's even say that Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Bawumia and Mr. President John Mahamon, the two is what we are trying to compare. It, they, are, they are miles apart. So let's not even do that. What the issue of national service? Look, the Vice President listened to the concerns of some youth mm. and he had got engaged with some youth. If I, nurses are made to do national service, if nurses could come out and get employed in the, in the health sector, what do they have to do in national service? They have employment waiting for them. People have built their ability. People in school mm. are building businesses that they could just even unload or, or, or mean, unload onto their businesses, start their businesses right after school. Why do you have to say they should do national service? Knowing very well, when they are working, they are contributing their capital by way of the money government, by way of taxes. Why do you have to say they should do national service? Even though the rationale for national service as instituted was to instill national patriotism and instill discipline. That's why they were made to go through compulsory national military training. 
that has been metamorphosed over time. It has changed. That that even mandatory military exercise is no more part of national service. Times demand practical and bold solutions. And people doing national service, what does it add? Those people who could get themselves employed and employ other people, why do you have to force them to be doing national service? When they can set up their own business, it doesn't make sense. The national service so national is a platform to one, either put what you learned to practice. Exactly, and the person is coming to do that. to gain some experience. Exactly. Look, I did a Greek in school, but my national service, I worked in a media so house. So are you telling me that mm -hmm. if you had got your own media house mm -hmm. in school and you complete, we should still make you to go and do national service, either in your media house or someone else's media house? But how are you going to implement that? What, what, what would be the criteria? Because if I have my own media house, how are you going to judge that this media house is profitable? This media house is... It, a, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to do with profitability. It has but to do with mm -hmm. one initiative, ingenuity of those people, and their willingness to kickstart. So if I'm able, if the National Service is able, based on registration, based on profile, based on re-invigilation, mm. they're able to establish that you, you have some has ABC business. Mm. That business is located here. It is doing ABC. Why do I have to tell them to do National Service? It doesn't make sense. National service is not a training, I mean, a ground that you want people to must necessarily, like a stage of life, someone must necessarily pass through. It is supposed to one, give you experience. Mm. You mentioned, if my work is giving me experience, what other experience do you want me to get? You want to instill patriotism. Yeah, you serve the country. You serve the country. Because the country spends on you when you were in school. Exactly. You so serve the country. Back, you serve the country. So are you here. telling me that dry news, which is employing people mm. who other have been on the street, paying taxes, is not serving the country? They are. Exactly. So that person setting the business is serving the country by paying money to the state and the place is using it to develop the country. So service to country is in different form. You must, even some of them, you can you and I know some of them go to the workplace, they sit down with her anyway. Mm. They just go there by because they are national service, they must go and waste a whole year without any experience. Why do you have to force people to go through such an exercise? We need practical solutions. No, but that will not change with your policy. The policy because those who are still you say it's voluntary. Yes. So if I decide to go, yes. I'm allowed to go, right? Yes. If I go and I go and sit there a year without doing nothing, your policy still does not change that. It it has one. It has given people opportunity who are creative, who are willing to start, to go their path. And the nation support them to go their path. That is one. You're going to support them? Government, the inherent... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. In the policy, it's a private-led economy. Hey. Inherent in Bahumia's statement, visible, it's a private sector leading the development of the country, especially in the rural sector. So how are you going to do that? He has measured about PPP arrangement for rules to be constructed. No, 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 no. I mean, no, you, let's say with the national service. For example, if I have my business and I'm, I'm doing it, and as well, I complete when I decide that I want to stay in my business and do it, you say government will support such and exactly. such. I'm saying, how are you going to support me? One, government has tax holidays. That's because you're a bad young person coming to establish By the fact that we recognize you as a student coming out, government would give you, can give you free tax over the period. 
or it can. It is even there. It is even in the, I mean, those things, government even implemented some of them. This government has mm -hmm. implemented so that if you employ a certain number of graduates, you are exempted from tax. Mm -hmm. People who don't know, are know, those who are not taking advantage, it's already there. That's a way of government supporting. Okay? Government can support those particular people by, in fact, government has even stated that they are training some one million, the vice president has mentioned it, one million people in new skills, IT and then Gen Z generation. Okay, that is another way of support. So there are, there are a whole lot of support you can extend to people in this regard to ensure that people are able to take care of themselves and to employ other people. So it is not the case that the vice president just sat down and thought that national service is not relevant, so why is he saying they scrapping it? Because he feels that national service is still important to the extent that some people don't have jobs and they will need to do on-the-job training. Have you heard Dr. Professor White? He says your boss does not understand what he's talking about. I, he's been the director general of NSS before. I started working for, for, for National Service before Mr. Pesha White. You did? I was the national president of National Service Personnel. I was ASPA. I'm saying that I started general. and I was working at the secretariat dealing with National Service Personnel. I know their needs and I understand their needs than the executive director. So I say you understand the system better than I am saying that I understand the needs mm -hmm. of National Service Personnel working for them during that particular period, then Mr. Pesha White. Okay, you are the executive director, you sit in your office, you deal with administration. The leadership of national service know what national service say. They know how their colleagues feel. So he cannot say that by virtue of the fact that he wasn't the only person who has been to the national service. There were other executive directors before him. He cannot appropriate the, the absolute knowledge of what transferred in national service to him with the greatest respect to Dr. Professor White. Okay, his views will be tolerated. We will tolerate his views mm. because that is what we have dissenting. He has even virtually disagreed with whatever Dr. Mahuru Bogun has said. Do you expect national service issue to be different? Mm. So this is what we are talking about. And let me even try to address the issue about the Bogumia being there and his, 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 he cannot trust his words. Bogumia has given a lot of promises. Most of such promises have been fulfilled. People only go to pick one or two that has not been fully fulfilled. And I usually challenge people. Tell me one single lie Dr. Mahmoud has ever told this country. Oh, really? Yes, I challenge every single person to tell me one single lie Dr. Mahmoud has ever told the people of Ghana. Have the, I mean, there was a promise of SHS student getting one laptop. Uh, a promise of HIV was it a lie because it's being implemented and the Minister of Education, if you are a journalist and you want mm -hmm. to fact check about that, mm -hmm. you go to the Ministry and find whether there is that initiative. No, so, so, so the fact so that has a single SHS student received a laptop. If I say that I am going to provide senior high school with a laptop mm -hmm. by say end of the year mm -hmm. and then you have not able to provide all, mm -hmm. some have gotten okay, some schools have tasks they are using. And you say I have told a lie. The fact that I've done all governments tells lie. Not no, every no, no, single no. because I can give you examples of things Dr. Jomama said he was going to do. I wasn't able to do oh, that. So, was all, a lie. so all government tell lies. No, that is not lie because a lie no, is no, a no, deliberate. No, no. Let me so define a lie. Government tell lies. No, if that is your definition of a lie, which is problematic, mm. then it's every government tells every government tell lie mm. because lie is a deliberate misrepresentation. Of fact, knowing very well that what you are saying is not true and you don't have intention of fulfilling that. So which school has gotten the laptop okay. so that I can go there? I, 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 I can't give you figures off head. But I'm saying that if you need those mm. detailed figures, the Minister of Education mm. is a place for verification, then you then come back and just oppose that with what Dr. Mahmoud But you should, you should also know that your, your boss, the Vice President, said every SHS student will have one laptop. And I'm asking See. you now.
which SHS student has got the vice because he's, all, he's promising again. The vice that president the, the mentioned, should be given. The vice president he mentioned, he mentioned his statement. Yes. If it was done, if it was done in court, I mean, in East Absolute, he wouldn't have mentioned it. Oh, so it's, it's not done. He's promising I'm again. I'm saying that mm -hmm. a promise not fulfilled doesn't make it a lie. Ah. That is the problem we have with this narrative of lies. Kabir, if I tell if you, you say you are going to give me this phone, yes, and you end up not giving it to yes. me, yes, is that a lie? It's a lie. That is problem because you it can be one logic to think there's a lie. If I tell my wife that I'm going to give you money for shopping today, mm. at the end of the day I'm not able to give you the money. That's not a lie. Okay. You may be asking why is my husband not able to give me the money? Was it the case that the money he was expressing never materialized? Okay. You don't tell that a lie. Okay. And that is the problem we have about this whole issue of. Tagging people, someone has lied. When you don't lie in itself, we can go to the dictionary and check it. Okay? Mm -hmm. If you say something, know very well that you don't intend, and there's no even approach, there's no even step taken today, and the person saying that's a lie. Mm -hmm. But the first person has come to say that, okay, based on the information the Minister of Finance, I mean, Minister of Education has given it, they intend, and we ensure that by end of year, every high school student will have a laptop. Now, we have budget crisis. Government is not able to, to provide money for that for, for sale laptop. You go around and say the vice president has lied. How can that be a lie? How can I mean in your wildest images, how can such be a lie? But if the vice president has come to tell you mm. that I want to provide laptops, no there's no even arrangement at the Minister of Education for such. And you check to be sure that there has not been such a communication in there at all. You can then try to impugn the vice president being dishonest, impugn. Mm. The vice president lied to the people of Ghana. But you've not done that. Just because the fact that I promise you A, people promised country, was it a lie to the people of Ghana? Uh, but you, your government did. Your I'm government saying that if, 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 if they promised the, 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 the world city, the, the global city or whatever, they gave us pictorial evidence of that in this country. Was it a lie? You're talking about the Hope City. The Hope City. Uh, but you also promised Okay, that's what I'm saying. Was it a lie? It wasn't for me. In my, in my assessment, in my candid assessment, mm. I don't think that the Hope City was a lie. I feel like it was a promise mm. not fulfilled. And if I'm going to judge the government, I'm saying that you promised me A, B, and C, you never achieved them. But do you know that when you promise your wife you give her money, and you did the next time when you promise your wife, the probability of her not trusting you is high. Valid. Valid. I have no qualms. I mm. have no disagreement. I have no dissenting opinion on that. But I'm saying that but if I give you A, and I promise you B, I was saying, and tomorrow I promise you C, I give you. You know that it was difficult. If I'm promising you D, you have faith that. If those factors that have made me difficult to give you the B do not prevail, I'll give you D. Mm. So that is the that's the thinking, the logic people. And again, let me just even conclude by saying that we should confuse what ought to be with what is. Okay? Mm -hmm. So what, what is is the, mm -hmm. is, 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 is the fact of the matter. What is, is a fact of matter? The fact that your mama has been a president. Mm. What ought to be is the fact that the vice president is the vice president, so he ought to have been given the powers of a president. Mm. That confusion is a betrayal of logic what has bestowed on us. Okay. And right. we shouldn't even go to that level. Mm. Again, I mean, the, the, your, the vice president is part of a government which promised the people of Cape Coast an airport. He has not, he has not materialized. How do you think that Cape Coast president would trust that you say you're going to give his or her daughter the vice president, the vice president with the mm. president promised the people of Fresno and they provided the vice president provided promised the people who mm. apply for passport that will go this day and will provide the vice president promised what about Cape Coast that, that's, I'm coming mm. one issue you are mentioning I'm going to give you 100 issues the vice okay. president promised and delivered okay. so if I promise you mm. 100 goods and I was able to provide you with say 
550. You have to look at the numbers who provided. The government provided people Ghana card. Ghana card the NDC started and couldn't finish. And he announced yesterday that newborn children will now be captured for March. Mm. Mm. Okay, the vice president promised the people of Ghana that medical drones will be used to deliver, and people say it was a lie. Ah, but then the newborn thing, you said it in the year that the newborns will be given numbers, isn't it? Was last year also you said this? They, they, but they, they didn't say it was going to be provided last year. I ah, can't remember the, in, uh, really? the vice president. But I even challenge someone. So let me tell you. I, mean, I, I, I was privy uh -huh. to the discussion, the procurement mm. of equipment where they are going to be placed, either at the district or at the various hospitals. Mm. And the whole discussion around it by Professor Atifa with the with the vice president on all the economy. So this has been done. I'm saying that mm -hmm. I'm not the one to announce such policies. Okay. If they need be, and the government asks me to, do, I would. But I'm telling you, I'm privy to such discussion. Okay. So the fact that something has not been materialized mm -hmm. doesn't make it a lie. That's the first okay. thing. And that's right. our usual challenge. That look, let's run away. You cannot the multitude of hashtags. Mm -hmm. The multiplicity of them mm. trying to make someone who is not doesn't make him one mm. the fact of the matter is that the vice president has been honest to the people of ghana for the matter the vice president is not corrupt mm. and you are coming he's coming against someone who has had the reputation at least allegations if you like of corruption no allegations i say that a reputation if you mm. like it will be mal what, what is a reputation really if you say if, if i allege against you that you've stolen my phone i am saying that i am saying mm. that you are saying i'm mm. saying that the vice president mm. is not corrupt Mm. which we all know, mm. even the fiercest critic, cannot, in fact, taint his integrity with any resemblance of corruption. Okay. All right. But there are people, mm. people who seek to leave this country, mm. who have had history, who has not come to deny mm. some of the issues of corruption against them. Okay. So we okay. can we I mean we are just comparing we cannot just compare the vice president to mm. them to the to the to the former president Obama. Okay. So right. I will hate it. Mm. I will not like it. I will disdain it. If someone comes in to condemn the Pope mm. for immorality mm -hmm. but hailing the prostitute for virtues. Okay. All right. Uh, the, the rest is for the people of Ghana to decide. But let me, let me wrap up with... Bande, let me give you... Let me give Bande a minute and I'll go to Nanapoko and give him a minute for, for us to wrap up. Bande, what will be your concluding remark? Yeah, just, just a minute. Can Mohammed tell me where the dams are? But simple check. Go to City FM online. They gave you a documentary of the dams. I don't need. I don't even uh, need to We, we did the dams. Said, the dams were not there. I'm saying that. I'm saying City. I'm telling you this. Are you, are you with the way with City FM? No, no. I mean that we did. We did that. We I am saying that. I'm saying that you can play City FM one the one assessment of them. Though this is a dam. Ongoing. This is a picture of a dam. I mean, but let us not even be going really? to that. This is so we are there. Where are there? You if, you so if you have time, so if you mean? have time, I can play this. No, no, no. He says, show you where the dam, where the dams. Are. I am saying that. No, no, I'll send my team to go there. Show yes, me. you. No, no, this, no, this will disturb. No, it will not disturb because you want evidence. Where are they? You want evidence. Where are they? On this set. On this set, I can't go Can you, can you, can you, can you yeah, yeah, let, me, let me answer the question. Okay. And I'm not going to answer the question the way you want it. But just give us no, 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 please, where are they? Please, I'm saying I'm not going to answer the question you want. No, no, you no, are no, asking no, no. me a question. Exactly. You've asked me a question. And let me provide you the answer. No, let me provide the answer. And I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Look, I could mention names of community of head. You don't know those communities. No, wait. You don't know those communities that you can go and check off here. 
But with the greatest of respect to this thing, mm. I don't want you to be giving him information that is not cool. I can mention the name of community. I know communities that were built. There are communities in my constituency that that were built. I can mention, but you are they part of one. You are, but I'm saying that you have no knowledge. You have no knowledge of finding the word they are true or not. If I tell you, if I tell you, one day one day I'm going to do. No, no. But can you confirm that? I told you that. If I tell you, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I tell you, you so hold on, hold on. If I tell you, if I tell you, there's one day one day I'm going to do. I'm saying, I'm saying that. Let us, let us be decent. Will you listen to me? I'm saying that we have done a work which we titled. Thirsty dams. We go to this dam site that your ministry have provided. We go there and the dams are dried up. So I'm asking you if you do have water, and I'm giving you evidence. And I'm telling you that mm -hmm. if you production will allow, I'll let you play this. And this is government at five hundred fifty-six across the country in the northern region. Five hundred six. So, so which community? A city FM documentary. Which community is this? Uh, five hundred six is not one community. I'm saying that. I don't want to provide a community which is not based on this particular that. And if you give me five minutes, if you disagree, I'll take my time and give you the names of the community on that. But you cannot ambush me on the set. And you want me to mention a name. I can give you a name you, you, don't, you have no idea about. Okay. Okay. And I'll be lying to you on this set. Okay. And I'm saying that 560 of them, special initiative initiative, you can work. 560. 560. They are functioning. They are working. All of them will not be working. Some of them have dried up. Some of them, because of the poor quality of weather, that was down on them. Uh -huh. Okay? Uh -huh. I'm not disputing any of that. I'm not disputing the fact that some of them were down poorly. And the government has admitted that. Mm. But you cannot also tell me that all this that because I have shown you pictures of that with water with people using them. So you cannot say that because I should offer mention a community. If I even mention a community, how do you check on this set okay. that the community I've mentioned is the right community? Okay. So that's the that's the discourse I wanted to run away from. Okay. If you were asking us. Can be calm. We'll discuss. Small maybe, maybe we'll bring you one day. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss it. I'll give you yes. names, okay. location, and GPS location of those that you can okay. go and check. Okay, all right. Um, uh, Fifi Dodo says, a friend of us who's watching us uh, from, from UCC in okay. Cape Coast, he says, uh, he couldn't defend the airport. It was such a lie. Well, anyway, um, let's see. But Bande, you were making a point. I gave you a minute. Please wrap up for me so that we can move on. So I'm someone is just giving a sound yeah. wale wale. It never um, dry up. So Yes, it is in the Wale Wale constituency. Okay, you said it. You said it to me. Yes, so that's what I said. Look, don't worry, don't worry. Let's listen to let's listen to the people. Let's listen to the you and I here. So his question is answered. No, now for I'll let you come in. Hold on for me. Let me hear from Bande. I'm wrapping up to say that Doctor Kia is lying that dams were constructed, and I dare him on this program. That he should mention one mention village one. where a dam is being constructed, and tomorrow morning I'll be in that village. He's, giving, he's, given, a, he's, given, a, he's given us one name. I say that we have a vice president mm. who is not sincere. We have a vice president who lacks credibility to deliver on what he says. And I'm saying that it is the highest social crime to try to decouple Dr. Mahmoud Baumia from Akufado. He will remain. A team, a vice president under whose regime Ghana saw the highest level of corruption. Okay. He remained the vice president under whose regime we saw appointees stealing government resources. Today, as we speak, if you ask the ordinary Ghanaian, the perception of corruption about this government, it is very unprecedented. Okay. When these same people 
Ask him where is the one million per constituency? Ask him. He's a he's a policy advisor. Yeah, give you he's the office of the vice president. Mm. Where is the one million per constituency? Was that not a lie? Was that not a deception that government has benefited votes on that promise and failed to fulfill? Where is the one million dollars? We are seven years old in government. Where is the one million dollar per constituency? Businesses are collapsing today. And you don't simply care. You still sit on TV and try to spew deception. The vice president is a liar. He is dishonest. And Ghanaians cannot trust their lives in him. Okay. All right. Brandy, I'm grateful to you for joining us here. Let me hear your concluding remarks and then we yeah, can wrap yeah. up. Um, um, it's unfortunate mm. some people believe that whatever they believe, mm. we traders should also believe. Exactly. I, I, I didn't like the way the man you know, came in by saying that we are always paid money to come out and say things like this. Traders have been crying and we are trying to receive an, an, an pronouncement like what Dr. Bauer did. If he indeed cares for traders and he knows our plight, he should encourage his flag bearer to speak so that we'll also be happy. So when somebody speaks and we come out and say we are happy, and it, it actually uh, uh, worries you, it doesn't make the discourse goes very well. That everybody who is speaking his mind is speaking for somebody. Because of you and your political direction, I shouldn't be happy. The man said what makes traders happy. He should also come out and say things that will make us happy. Whether he is a lie or whatever that he thinks, that is to his opinion, not to traders. You see, they should know all the dynamics whenever that they are speaking. Look at the way you are posted. Should even vote for you for you to be drinking? In the afternoon, if I say that, would you take that? Mm. You are taking things. So if I go and vote for you, it is the same threat that you are coming to display for us. That mm. draws disrespect. Okay. If we are saying Dr. Mm. Baumia is doing mm. the things that traders want to hear, okay. that is the truth. Okay, Nana. Because traders are suffering. Okay, we Nana. To change our position. Nana, I'm grateful. So is this government? We are I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And MPP would actually Nana. accept the fact that we have come after them so hard Nana, I'm grateful. to make these changes. I'm, I'm grateful, Nana. Th th thank you very much, Nana, for joining us here. Nana Poko is General Secretary for the Traders Advocacy Ghana Group. Uh, well, so what you were seeing whilst Nana was speaking was a sample of the work we did on the Thirsty Dams, which, of course, when we went, some of the dams had dried up, as you could see uh, on your screens there. But... Um, Doc has given us a name. We'll, yeah. we'll follow if up. I, if I'll then, even give him more. Uh, he's okay. Yeah. So we'll follow up yeah. and then bring you those uh, stories here. Doc, I'm grateful that you could join yeah, us. Yeah, but here. let me just uh, note that more. That's what I'm saying. That sometimes you don't put questions. People are sending you more dams. Okay, which it's, are, it's which good. Are, we have. Yeah, I mean, Karaga district. It's we good. have a, a dump at Yemo Karaga and Pisugu. Ah, yeah, good. We have Nawawu no, and. Then, you know what you do? Uh, yes. Send me all of this, I will, this list. I will send you and all then, that. And list. then we would, we would follow. I will send you all that list. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Pues, mm -hmm. I just want to note is that, look, mm -hmm. this our politics has gone beyond politics of insults. Okay. The vice president essentially has introduced issue-based politics into our discourse. Mm. He did that yesterday with the, I mean, he continued that yesterday with his vision statement. He never insulted anyone in that speech. And if you want to respond to it, respond to it with the facts of the matter. Okay. You don't go insulting people, targeting people, because you think that's the only avenue. That posturing is not helping anyone. Okay. In fact, I could go ahead and say someone is, is, is with something. Don't, 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 don't say it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't help us in our political discourse. Okay. Okay. So right. I would think that the NDC, if they want Ghanaians to take them serious, they should come. With the issue, let's debate. I, I told them that we should pin ourselves to the issues, the record. I and lastly, he measured about one, I mean, one million workers, he says it's a lie. Uh -huh. He has forgotten that IPEP projects, and it was explained in Parliament, mm -hmm. all those one day you are asked uh -huh. one village and uh -huh. some of them are dried up, are out of those particular projects of oh, one million people. The one village one that is yeah, out of the one million dollars. They are also hospitals, oh. they are public toilets. No, but in, in, on, in my constituency, all the projects were not completed. I can and take I'm it saying that all of them were not completed well, because funding I, 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 was I, I, not coming okay. as it was. So you don't say the vice president promised one million. I'm grateful to you, Dr. Kabir Mahama. Well, this is still the pause. We'll take a quick break, but still to come, the Accra Metropolitan Assembly has summoned five traders over air pollution and insanitary offenses now we'll bring you details of that right after this break do stay oh welcome back from the break now the Accra metropolitan assembly has summoned five traders over air pollution and sanitation offenses if five persons mostly fish smokers in choco were directed to appear before the assembly during the Accra metropolitan assembly's clean ghana campaign monitoring exercise the team also discovered that most fish smokers in the choco area have been operating without medical certificate. There is more in the following report. Although fish smokers play a major role in putting food on the table of many, the poor sanitary conditions surrounding the operation have come under serious concern. Their activities have also come under criticism as a major cause of air pollution in the city. According to a recent IQ Air Index, Accra has earned an enviable position as one of the cities with the poorest air quality globally. Launching the 2024 edition of the Clean Ghana campaign in Accra, Metro Health Director of the Accra Metropolitan Assembly, Florence Kuchi, said this year's campaign will focus on activities polluting the air. This 2024, one of the major things we'll be doing much is going to be on sensitization and some mitigation measures on air pollution. We have seen that we've just begun the year, but uh, per the news that or uh, news that are coming out we've seen that accra is not in the best state when it comes to air, pol uh, uh, air quality that we are breeding within the city center the team kicked start its monitoring exercise with a visit to some fish smoking sites in choco to assess the sanitation situations in the area <laughs> Accept, yeah, I don't want. Just, oh, dear, bra. 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 Bra
some aggrieved residents of the community said fumes from these smoking joints have been a nuisance to them and the entire neighborhood Whenever it starts smoking, you can't stay here because there are rooms and everywhere. You can't even sit. Yeah, you can't even sit around. So we should do something about it. So this Florence Kuchi said the assembly will in the coming days organize a training program for traders to help address the situation. There's going to be training for these fish processors on hygienic uh, content, on how to handle their environment, even how to handle the fish before and after processing, the kind of water they should use, even how to display it in the market. At the end of the monitoring exercise, five persons have been summoned to appear before the assembly over various sanitary offenses. We see Adai Quartin's report for Joy News. Well, joining us for a conversation on this is uh, Desmond Apia, who's country lead for Clean Air Fund Ghana. Uh, we also have Hei Retin Kunk, uh, lead, lead on the Removing Pollution from Play Project Global Designing Cities Initiative, GDCI. We also have Samuel Honorable Samuel Ni, AJ Teria Municipal Chief Executive, Kole Klote Municipal Assembly. They're all joining us here. Grateful to you for joining us. Um, now, let me start. Uh, uh, so let me start with uh, the, uh, I mean, the project lead, uh, the country lead for clean air, Ghana, Desmond. So, so Desmond, I, I mean, if, you, if we listen to that, it, it's quite problematic. But how widespread is, is this that, that we, we should all be, be, be alarmed to join in the campaign against such? Thank you very much um, for the invite. And we are very excited that... Um, your station is picking up on the sources of the pollution and then also asking the questions on what can be done. And I think uh, it's important also to highlight that the reason why we are concerned is that the impact of the pollution on our health and also on our pockets, on our economy, is also extremely high. We should be concerned because it is widespread. Um, If you go around our city, you will find so many places where there's refuse burning, you find uh, places where the use of wood and charcoal for cooking is also widespread. And on top of that, you also find that there are a lot of vehicles in the system uh, that are poorly maintained and are emitting a lot mm. of um, soot and um, other pollutants. Mm. So this three that I mentioned are the main 
um, sources of air pollution. The ones that we have a lot of, or we can have a lot of um, impact on. Um, there's also the background natural sources of the pollution, which includes the Hamatan and the like. So um, it is widespread right now across the whole city and across the country. Mm. We are in the Hamatan season. So there's that background high level of dust, which is affecting visibility, okay. affecting the vulnerable people in the community and all, all of us. But there's also the human aspect, which is extremely important uh, that we be able to pay attention to, mainly because we can do something about it. Okay. If you look at the video you showed, the smoking practices, and in one of our projects, we have a sensor in that neighborhood, and that sensor is almost always reading very high because the levels of smoke coming from the operations of the fish smokers is high. And so these are things that we can be doing things about. Uh, we can take some remedial action and some mitigation. Mm. Um, mm. Another, The last bit on this point is that the enforcement aspect is quite uh, challenging. You saw that the AME officials are talking more of the sanitation because we've recognized that bylaws do not or are not very strong on air pollution. And, and so we are working also to be able to work with the local assemblies to review those bylaws so that the air pollution aspects become more prominent. Yeah, the EPA has been doing a lot of things. Um, they already have laws and regulations. And part of what we are working with EPA and the assemblies to do is to bring that national level um, laws to be meaningful at the local mm -hmm. level so mm -hmm. that it can empower the assemblies in the okay. enforcement mm -hmm. aspects. So, so let me bring in Hayretin Gunk here. You, you heard uh, Mr. Apia saying that, I mean, we are, we, it affects all of us, but, but people would want to find out, so what is the, the impact on, on me or on all of us, such that the, the real impact, so that people can sit up to say, well, then of course we need to do something about it. Thank you so much, Gordine White. Um, it, in terms of the global context, I think we can say we're seeing that exposure to air pollution is already, already a major factor um, and it has significant consequences. WHO estimates like 4.2 million people uh, die every year due to pollution in outdoor environments. So um, it's, it's a very significant factor. What we saw in the previous video, uh, open waste burning, cooking, in addition to those things, 40% in Accra context, 40% of the pollution comes from traffic congestion and traffic, vehicle traffic. So it's something that needs to be addressed. Um, you know, when we think about the most vulnerable, our kids, our elderly, uh, they're more exposed to this risk. Just, be, just by being outside, um, they get impacted, their lives get impacted uh, significantly. Um, so with this collaboration with the municipality and the uh, clean air we're aiming to create these uh, pilot projects in Kole Kole that aims this uh, that aim to create these safer spaces for um, air quality. Mm. 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 Interesting. So, what what must happen? What should all of us do to ensure that we minimize the the this, or even if it's happening, minimize the impact that it will have on all of us, the environment and individuals? Like I mentioned, I think. What we are interested in, our organization is focused on how we can create uh, better 
mobility options for people so that they can move from one place to another without emitting a lot of pollution. So in terms mm. of public transit, uh, cycling, walking, how can we create infrastructure that supports these modes of transit so we can reduce the pollution that comes out of this. So that's going to be the main focus. But as we've seen in the, in the previous video, there are other challenges in Accra context that we need to address related to open waste burning, cooking, um, these should be uh, addressed and um, organized with guidelines and enforced. Um, so it's it's a complex issue and it's a very urgent issue. And um, I'm happy that we're discussing this in, in, in this uh, moment. So. Let me bring in someone who has the power to ensure that something changes about all of this. Uh, someone near Jay Terry is Municipal Chief Executive for Colette Clotty. Um, uh, thanks for joining us. So, what is your assembly doing to ensure that some of these insanitary conditions around where we do get our source of food from are checked to, to protect the people? Honorable, do you kindly unmute so we can hear what you're telling us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. So um, I would like to say that there are a few things that are low-hanging fruits that mm. we can pluck and then straight away it may have some effects mm. on the pollution situation. And some of them have to do with the fact that if most, most of us uh, start doing a little bit more walking, a, a little bit more cycling, etc., to wherever we are going to, that will be helpful. And also probably we need to look at um, having uh, better public transport systems so that um, most people that drive um, tend to public transport system, that, therefore having lesser vehicular uh, traffic. And then also um, another area we could look at is, I mean, if I use the Kingsway area, for example, because of the Okay, selling directly to uh, passengers in vehicles, it delays the traffic, and that is one source of concern. And also, generally, street hawking also also delays the traffic. So we have um, people selling, sitting in uh, the traffic area, maybe sometimes 12 or so hours a day. All this is not good. So these are some of the things that if we enforce, vigorously and it, it should have some effect more or less immediately from the visuals we're seeing these are quite troubling environment and they are preparing food that will all go out there and buy and eat so as a head of a municipal assembly what strategic things are you doing to ensure that we are able to eradicate this sort of practice and give them the the better ways of of the, the fish for us to go by and, and, and eat. Oh, well, can I you so we can hear you some So, so uh, I couldn't hear what you said because the line was seriously breaking. Oh, can, 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 uh, can you hear me? Now? You may have to repeat yourself. Can, can you hear me now, sir? Yes, better, much better. Good. So I'm trying to find out from you. Yes, I can. That as the head of the municipal assembly. What are you doing to ensure that, I mean, these, these conditions in which the women are smoking fish for us to, to go and buy and eat are just not right? So what are you doing to eliminate that 
and give them quite a very good environment within which they can smoke their fish for you and I. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so we have similar situation to what is in Odudududu in Isu. Mm -hmm. And uh, a few, probably a couple of years ago, Osu Night Market, for example, the Honorable Member of Parliament uh, did something about the way they smoke their fish. There. That is raising the roof of the uh, night market and also putting certain... Uh, certain uh, equipment or machines that are able to extract the smoke from uh, from the uh, under underneath the roof where they were and i think we need to do more of such things in the areas that the they smoke the fish uh, uh provide more ovens uh, ovens that will allow um us to have a more is it user-friendly uh, ways of uh, smoking our fish? Mm. But this cut across areas uh, by the sea, uh, seaside, the coastal area, that is uh, places like uh, Tema, Teshi, Nungwa, uh, La. And uh, I'm sure to, uh, we are doing our best, but it will take some time. Just like the intervention that was done in Lusu, probably we need more in other areas. But 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 so so I wanted to understand the specific things that your assembly is doing. Are these things that you you are doing yourself in the in your municipality? Okay, so for example, we have plans for the Osu um, Osu night market where most of this uh, roasting of uh, fish is done. But it's in the process, and I'm suggesting that if more of these are done along the coast, it will also be very very helpful. Mm. Mm. Okay, uh, let, let me let me bring in Desmond up here. Desmond, I, I want to wrap up with you uh, on this. Now he says, if these things are done, it would help. Uh, I, I mean, do we have an avenue where Clean Air Fund or any stakeholder could help in ensuring that these are extended to other parts of the country so that we could check that the smoke and pollution of the air for 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 for, for us to breathe in. Yes, and, and I think um, I'm, I'm happy to say that we have been building the capacity of um, some assemblies that we've been working with in the last six months, including the AMA officials that you saw and other um, environmental health and other uh, technocrats from the assemblies. The idea is that we need to first build the awareness and the knowledge base so that people begin to see that this is a real challenge. Now, the, there's also the bit where you need to monitor and uh, monitor the levels of the pollution so that people can begin to see that these are the levels and okay. what it means, the impact on their health. Mm. And so Clean Air Fund has a number of projects going. Um, we are developing an MOU with the EPA because they have the ultimate mandate, mandate for improving the quality of the environment, including the air. Uh, to be able to ensure that the awareness creation is built and people can know what it means to themselves and also to the larger community. Mm. You know, sometimes the pollution may be happening at one end, but the consequence is felt at another place because air pollution is transboundary. It moves. You may be burning at this point, but it's moving to another enclave where the, the consequence is greater. And so that level of engagement is necessary. Uh, augmenting the EPA's monitoring capacity is also necessary and important. We are hearing and seeing EPA coming out a lot more with 
um, warnings on things that we can or couldn't be doing. Um. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Depending on the pollution levels around. So currently, the, I think the capacity for monitoring has improved across Accra. And that is helping to give real-time information, real-time data. Previously, the information would be a bit more delayed. But real-time information, we can go in the morning and check the status of the pollution in our area, and it kind of informs us the next line of action that we take. And so that is one aspect. There are also other projects that we are supporting, working with. We work through grantees. Uh, we are undertaking some research to understand why it's even more difficult to implement or enforce environmental regulations so we can have better understanding and then we can tailor um, solutions towards that Uh, we are working with the Ministry of Environment also uh, to highlight these issues of air pollution and to understand better what the impact of the policy solutions that have been professed mm. would mean on ground, just so that it helps to tailor the solutions. And um, a typical example is the work that we are doing with GDCI and, and Colleague Lotte uh, Municipal Assembly to look at pollution at playgrounds specific because Pollution, it's, it affects children more severely than adults, mainly because children breathe in faster. They are also closer to the levels of the pollution if it's coming from vehicles, for instance. They are shorter, and so they breathe in faster. Their heart beats faster. They breathe in more. Their organs are not fully developed. And so if there are pollutants in the air, it affects them more. And that's why this pilot that we are doing with uh, GDCI and Coliflote is the first of its kind using the designing and monitoring of air quality in their spaces. So we'll be able to tell that if we make some amendments and changes to maybe areas where there are schools and there are children, uh, then we realize those interventions lead to reduction in pollution levels. Then it can be a policy recommendation for better application or wider application across the whole system to be able to reduce the exposure levels for children. Mm. And um, That is also one key aspect. Then we've undertaken a study which has highlighted the perception, understanding, and knowledge of our citizens in four major cities, Accra, Tema, uh, Tema Newtown, Ashiaman, Kumasi, and Tamale. And it's highlighting the levels of knowledge and how people perceive pollution, things that people are doing to maybe safeguard themselves. And it's also be part of what is going to influence the direction that we take. For instance, if we, we've learned that uh, traditionalists seem to pay more attention to environmental issues than Christians and uh, Muslims, mm-hmm. and that is a very key finding, which we think means that we are addressing uh, areas, we are addressing yeah. um, larger audiences, we can tailor our um, p- programs to be able to target the areas that 
we need to have most impact. Also, it's clear that women are most affected. Vulnerable people in our communities are most affected. Mm -hmm. And when we say vulnerable, it's easy to look at a cry and say, oh, these areas, there's no impact. No. Okay. Okay. Transboundary. It affects mm -hmm. everybody, but more vulnerable people are most affected. Okay. It helps to even advise the assemblies to be able to say, focus on the areas where people are more vulnerable mm -hmm. so that you can have the impact to reduce the deaths that we are experiencing. In Africa, over 1 million people are dying from air pollution-related um, diseases. And it's next only to HIV and AIDS. And so in Ghana, reports are saying at least 28,000. In Accra, over 18,000 a year. And so we need to be able to be acting. The cost to the economy from a World Bank study a couple of years ago is about $2.5 billion mm. a year That's to huge. the economy. That's and granted that, granted that we've gone to... Mm. IMF or the World Bank to seek two billion or three billion. It should put it in perspective for us okay. what we can do and what we mm. can save um, mm. as we are saving lives. Everything. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that the your your organisation is also doing something in in this regard in schools. Share more light on that for us. Yes, like Desmond mentioned, we have this project called Removing Pollution from Play. Mm. Uh, children are most vulnerable to air pollution, so we would like to focus on school areas in Kolokloti. And there are schools that we identified right next to busy arterials, busy uh, vehicle corridors. So we are thinking how to reduce that vehicle traffic so these pollution levels are reduced. Um, you know, we can also create these play areas, playgrounds around these spaces. So mm. not only school community can use these spaces, but also the residents around these schools can use. So we hope this pilot project will be successful. We'll be collecting data. We'll be doing workshops with the communities. And um, when we, we evaluate the results, we hope to scale uh, up so we can uh, implement similar projects uh, around Kolokwete and also in Greater Accra. Mm. Now, you're only targeting Greater Accra or you, because there are a lot of communities along the coastal region of Ghana and of course they would also uh, be, be engaging in polluting the air. So is it just in Accra or you're expanding? This is going to be our first project and it will be in Accra but with our uh, network and connections we hope this could be implemented in different parts of Ghana as well as different uh, countries around uh, Ghana in Africa. Um, so we'll see. We hope really getting good results with Kolekwati, and uh, this could be a, a, a model that we can implement in different parts of the world as well. Mm. Gentlemen, I'm grateful for uh, spending your time with us this afternoon here on the uh, Pulse and Join News. Well, and as well, I'm grateful to you for joining us here on the Pulse, wherever you watched us from. Grateful that you could join us. Let's meet again, God willing, tomorrow. On behalf of the team, please, thank you, and do stay tuned to join. My name is Samuel Kojo Brace. God willing, we'll meet Tom Prime at 7. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.